Welcome to episode 28 of the Run All the Races podcast. This is Perfectly Goofy Gail, joined by Delightfully Dopey Kimberly. Hello. And we're excited to have California Kylie with us again. Hi, everyone. So we're here today. We're skipping a little bit around. We talked about uh, Boston for our last couple of podcasts. We've done a number of things in between, but we happen to be all together. And today we just finished the Big Sur International Marathon. So we're going to jump ahead and talk about this while it's fresh in our minds. So uh, it looks to be about 4,700 entrants um, in the marathon distance. Um, so it's a bit of a smaller race. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a bunch of different distances. Um, the race day includes four other races, 21 miler with about 1,000 runners and walkers, um, then they also have a 10.6 miler and a 12K, which is 7.4 miles, and then a 5K. And then on uh, Saturday, they have a 3K. Yep. So it's geared more towards kids. They do a school yeah. challenge with that one as well. Yeah, they were talking about how uh, the local schools were coming out and doing that one, and they receive a T-shirt and a medallion and a snack. So. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a, I I think it's a bucket list race. It's a destination race. And it's all about um, the Big Sur area of California, which is basically Big Sur to Monterey. Right. So uh, Carmel is in there. Uh, Monterey, we go up to Big Sur. We actually start up at the National Park in Big Sur at the Ranger Station. State Park. State Park, yep. Mm-hmm. And it's the Ranger Station up there. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, even living in California, I actually had never been here. So this has been on my list to do because I've always wanted to see uh, Big Sur. So so it's, it's really beautiful. I think that that's one of the selling points of the race. You're very high up. You're looking down cliffs at the ocean. Um, And that's really what plays into kind of the unusual nature of the distances of some of the other races that are offered. So you get a 21 miler, you get a 10 point whatever miler, and that's really because of where they have the ability Mm -hmm. to stage a start and an end of a race, right? So it's a little bit difficult when you can't have what might be considered more standard race distances because you're really on Highway 1. It's one lane one way, one lane the other way. Um, so you're really dealing with a lot of interesting terrain, which is the challenging part of the marathon. And the traffic on the one side is open still. Right. That is something else that I wasn't, I, I was surprised at. But yeah, one side of the road is still open. The well, there's way. not any roads to get to where right. you need to go there. So there's only really one road. Yeah, good point. But mm-hmm. most of the locals know this is marathon day. So it's not like it's, you know, a million cars going mm-hmm. by. So and this race has been going on for 32 years. And um, they also have something that's really cool here. If you run Boston, they have a special challenge, which is called the Boston to Big Sur Challenge, and you earn another medal and a jacket as well. Right, and that one has 400 entrants, I believe I read. So the interesting thing to note is there are a couple um, lottery options when you talk about coming into Big Sur, so it's not just one where you can get on. So the marathon distance, the 26.2 distance has a lottery and the Boston to Big Sur has a lottery. So even if you get into Boston and get into Big Sur, you may not be able to get into Boston to Big Sur. So interesting to note, Kimberly got into Boston to Big Sur. I did not. Um, So that's another option that's lottery. The other distances, 
actually open up later in the year and are not lottery. So they're just rolling entries based on number. And the 12K, just so you know, did not sell out. So it was actually still open on Expo Day. And they were still able to sign up for the 12K, which personally I think is a, a fantastic distance if you're coming all the way up here and you have friends running the marathon, your family running the marathon, or have a relay start and you want to do something, I think it's a great distance that is would be you would get a lot of the scenes without a lot of the hurt. Yeah, so the interesting thing to note that regardless of the distance that you run, they're all run, with the exception of the 3K on Saturday, on the marathon course, which is hilly. Yes. I think that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's playing it nice, Dale. Yeah. But it's, it's pretty much relentless hills. Um, it starts with about five miles downhill. Now, it's not completely downhill. There are some whooper yeah. whoopers. But after, it's a rolling course. Yeah. And, but a really yeah. rolling It's like, a high, it's a, a lot of, when you think of rolling, especially in California, most of the time it's a very short climb with a very, like a good downhill and then a short climb and then a downhill. This is not the case. This is a hard uphill and then a very short downhill. So you constantly are barely recovering and then having to start again. I would call them relentless hills. Yeah, that's, that's probably a, a very good description. And I think that we've all done a whole bunch of different marathons, and I have to say that this was the hardest race I've ever done. I, I second that. Yeah, so the other thing that you um, run into contending with here at Big Sur, aside from the relentless hills, is depending on the year, there can be really severe headwinds. Uh, so we got very, very lucky this year. Um, very little headwinds. Uh, we did experiencing uh, some um, at Hurricane Point, which is the longest and highest uh, point of the course. So it is a little over a two-mile climb up to the top, and it runs from about mile 10 up to about mile 12. So it's pretty much smack dab in the middle. Um, it is not a straight uphill, though. It is a winding mm -hmm. uphill. Um, so you are going in and out um, around a cliff area, and you can get substantial headwinds. That was the one place I think we had what I would call significant win this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I ran this last year, and we got beat up by the wind. I mean, I felt like I really just got slugged the whole race. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, you have to kind of mentally prepare because running hills sucks no matter what. It sucks doubly when you're running into 40-mile-an-hour headwinds. <laughs> Did we talk about the time limit for the marathon? We have not yet. So, so yeah. that's why they offer a whole bunch of different courses, I mean, a bunch of different options for you to sign up, like the 21-miler, because there is a hard stop with the marathon. You must run that race under six hours. Not 601, <laughs> not 602, according to Rudy Novotny. No, it's it six hours. It is six hours. And they have a, um, a sweeper. You have to reach 21.2 um, by 11.50. Yes. And there's a little man with a clock. <laughs> there is. There are two clocks on the course, actually. And the first one I was kind of surprised at, but the second one we knew was coming. And we were a half hour ahead of the first clock. And the second clock, we were 25 minutes ahead of. So you would have thought, well, personally, you would have thought I won the whole thing because I was, like, <laughs> made celebrating. Yeah. yeah, I was celebrating right there. So it was a good day. Yeah. So for some people, there's a little bit of agita <laughs> attached to this race, a little stress. I, yeah, I, stress. I mean, we, we talked to one woman. This was her very first marathon, which, if, in my opinion, I 
do not think this should no. ever be your first <laughs> marathon. But she was throwing up, and she was very well. Um, a couple days ahead out. of time, yeah. She yeah, was she stressed, stressed out. out. Yeah. And I was definitely stressed out on course because I knew we had to make that time, and I didn't know if we were going to make it. And it's a long way into the course, right? Yeah, so twenty-one <laughs> miles, and exactly. oh, by the way, you didn't make it. That would be a horrible. lot. A lot of things can happen mm-hmm. over twenty-one it's miles, a especially when you're dealing with with the number and the severity of the hills and and the potential for weather. Yeah. 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 So um, Kylie sat next to a person on the bus who did get sweat. Right. Yeah. He was two minutes over the uh, the eleven fifty cut. And that is a hard cut. And he was the, two minutes over. And he said they were very nice about it. And... But they said, you know, they apologized, and they're very clear about it yes. going in. Though it's in, it's on all the websites. It's all over the place in the expo. It's in the emails that you get. Yeah. Um, the challenge is, though, if you're not familiar with this area of the California coastline, it's it's a two lane road. Mm-hmm. One lane goes one way. One lane goes the other way. And so, in order for um, the race director to be able to hold Big Sur every year. They have to work with the city. They have to work with the state of California. And the reason that there's a hard and fast stop is that it's really part of their permitting, right? So in order to be able to do the race every year, they have to be able to get this road back open because this is the only road for many people to and from their homes, to and from work, to and from the grocery store. Um, So they're not trying to be a pain about it, um, but it really is the only way that they can have this race because it's, it's it's... and it says it's non-negotiable in their contract. So yeah. that so if you know anybody was upset and they did not finish, realize I think Big Sur probably the organization would probably like to keep it open longer. But yeah, and yeah. but here's here's the other thing: if you do make you know you get to the twenty one point two mile um, cutoff, you will receive a twenty one miler medal as However, long as you complete it within six hours and thirty minutes. So they have a hard cut on that as and, well. But however... It, the as a general, marathoner? No, as the... As the... But see, they also... The, the gentleman I sat next to did not receive a medal, and they said that they weren't doing that this year, even oh, though it was okay. in the book. So he was going to follow up with Big Sur personally because, you know, we, it was read that you would get a 21-miler medal if you finished... And as for um, Boston to Big Sur, you had Boston also has a six-hour hard stop, and we just made it in for Boston. <laughs> and for Big Sur, if you didn't finish Big Sur under six hours, you would not receive the extra Boston to Big Sur medal, the the Big Sur medal, or your finisher's jacket. Yeah. So, so, so militant. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, they're they're very clear about that going in. It's not a surprise for anybody, which is why people want to run this race. I think that's part of it, right? I think because everyone should run this race at least once because it's so beautiful. <laughs> at least once, said the woman mm. who said, please Never don't again. ever do this Just again. Just once. Yeah. So from a logistics standpoint, it is a one-lane highway. Um, there are a million hotels in the area. Um all of which seem to cater uh, to the marathon. This is what the city does this weekend. Coming um, from Connecticut, I, there's options to fly in. You would fly in or into the San Francisco area, either SFO or San Jose or Oakland. For, or Monterey. Monterey is the smallest airport, but I don't think Kim can fly into that yeah, one. Yeah, as a Californian, you yes, can do we're it. We're able yeah. to, but there's only, even coming from LAX, 
three flights. Yeah, yeah and so. I had an I had an option as well, but I would have had to go from Arizona to LAX, and it was going to cost yeah. more than going into San Francisco. Right, because right, it's a and we wanted flight. to be San Francisco tourists for a day, so it mm -hmm. actually ended up. Um, working out for us. So, you know, the other thing that you need to understand is, you know, take a look at where your hotel is. Understand that um, this is a point-to-point -point course. So you do have to take a bus to the start of this marathon. You can't drive. You can't get dropped up, dropped off. Um, and they assign you which bus, which time you're going to yeah. take the bus. So depending on where you're staying, you will either get picked up near your hotel or you may be required to drive to a parking garage in the Monterey area. Um, you get on a bus. It takes about an hour. Like I said, it's a one-lane road with a million buses on Basically, it. Basically, you're driving the course. Yeah. So In we, the total darkness. Yep. In so, a bus. Yeah, we had <laughs> a bus pickup time of 4. 4.15. 4. 4. 4. 4. 4.15. Um, and we ended up getting dropped off about 5.20. Yeah, so it took us a little over an hour. A um, little bit of a, a change this year from last year because they weren't able to drop us off directly at the ranger station um, because the section, of, mm -hmm. yeah, the section of the road where they turned the buses around in years past has been washed out. So we had about, uh, I would say, half a mile walk. Yeah, it was nothing. Yeah. It to was the really ranger nothing. station, and it's yeah. it's a small race. The marathon is a small race, so there was like basically like a little starters village, but it was very low key. Very mm -hmm. the Runners World Calm. Challenge note did have a VIP area over there that was specifically yeah. for them, and I noticed it when so I there went was to I think I think like three or four hundred right Runners and that's World a, Challenge. That's a guaranteed entry. You do pay for it. You, yeah. do pay, you pay more, you pay but they more. had a lot of nice amenities. Right, they got yes. extra shirts and backpacks and they had little groups of people and, and they yeah, had the runners or people that talked to them. It was great um, talking to, to my seatmate coming back because he was saying how he really felt like they really did go above and beyond for it. Felt like you guys' money's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lots of good swag. Uh, mm -hmm. And Runner's World generally just does a really great mm -hmm. job. And I've run that. that when they used to offer it at Disney, and, and yeah. I really enjoyed it as well. So I, from my personal experience, while not a big sir, I would definitely suggest it. So let's talk about um, some of the things that we enjoyed while we were out on the course. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Uh, it's the beautiful. Scenery. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically the scenery. You're you're running this course to see the on the edge of the world, and they say yeah. that yeah, it's gorgeous. You'll I never mean, see these views from anything, even if you're in a car. You're never gonna get this kind of a view. Like there was at one point, I ran um, ahead a little bit just so I could stand on this little cliff and look over and take. Yeah, a don't do what Kylie. Yeah, did. don't. Stand no, there was a car. Yeah. I wasn't gonna fall. But yeah, it looked like you were. It did look like it was, yeah. but no, I was good. It, there was still like a huge like section. Well, they that. have a piano player. Do we talk about the piano no, player? No, and that's that's a so good one. So on mile well, thirteen. So let's go back and start. So at the bottom of the big hill, mm -hmm. uh, which is mile ten. So coming around the corner before that, they have the Japanese drummers. Yes. So you get for and depending on how the wind's blowing, you can hear them for pretty yes. much the whole two miles, right? Yeah, Hurricane Point. Yeah. And basically, they get just, drummed up the hill. Mm -hmm. <laughs> basically, literally, it's like a death march. Basically, yes, it that is. Hill. That's what I was naming this race mm -hmm. the, pretty much the entire time. But it's it's like I said, it's very cool. So um, once you get the top there, when you're coming down Hurricane Point, those of you that have ever seen any pictures of the Big Sur area or specifically the Big Sur Marriott. Uh, Marriott, Marathon. Marathon. Mm -hmm. Marathon. We're sitting in a Marriott. Yeah. That's why I keep saying Marriott. Um, there's a famous bridge, the Bixby Bridge, which is the really cool cement um, mm -hmm. span bridge. 
Um, at the end of that is the halfway point of the marathon, mm -hmm. and uh, Michael Martinez uh, is sitting there in a tuxedo and tails uh, playing a grand piano. So you can hear that as you come down the hill and go across uh, the bridge. The interesting thing to note is Michael's been playing piano. Since 2005, he's been playing at the marathon. When he was 15. Mm -hmm. yep. So he started doing this when he was 15. Um, so it's it's really pretty awesome. So he's playing classical piano, and you can hear it for a long way waft over the water yeah. and everything. Yeah, and it was probably my favorite part of the whole race. Yeah. I, I would have been good with just ending right there. Yeah, like, finished, done. So so some <laughs> of the other things that they're famous for, they have these awesome hand painted uh, mile, mile marker, marker. signs. Mm -hmm. Um, that funny little slogans. Little funny little things all, all along the way. And the strawberries. And they're the also famous for... 23. Yeah, mile 23 strawberry stop. Best, um, best tasting strawberries you've ever eaten, um, just because it is... They are fabulous, and they're huge, and you're starving, most right. likely. And I really thought that the core support yes. was excellent. Yes. Um, when you consider you're on a one, uh, yeah, essentially a one-lane road mm -hmm. with very narrow, yeah, <laughs> yeah, narrow bursts, there's a lot of people out there. And being a back of the packer, you know, between a um, um, five-hour and a six-hour marathon, normally, you know, you would do a marathon at that pace. People start breaking down around you, and I did not feel that they were still out there supporting. The bands us. were still yeah. playing, yeah. especially on this one. If you are a five to six hour, you are a back of the packer because in a lot of the marathons <laughs> that we've all done, five and six hours we're flying. That's good days, like you know Disney, Honolulu, where they're at Little Rock. Little Rock has an eight hour. Honolulu has no time limit. Mm -hmm. Um, Disney has an eight-hour. Uh, yeah. LA Marathon has an eight-hour. This is a serious hour. race. Yeah, yeah you so, got to put the hammer well, down. Because you also have the people who come from Boston, right. and you know these are and they're elites here. Bart Yasso is here. Galloway was here. Yeah. Dean was here. Yeah, so we got a chance to meet Dean Carnassus mm -hmm. as the start. Took a picture. Actually, chatted with us for a while. Really nice guy. Really great. Guy. So, like I said, smaller race, mm -hmm. really friendly. Um, so the other thing that's really cool that Big Sur is famous for are their ceramic medallions. Beautiful. Um, so hand, mm -hmm. handmade, hand-painted, um, really unique metals. Um, mm -hmm. uh, beautiful. And every distance um, above the 5K gets right. a ceramic medallion. And they're Gorgeous. on a leather strap. Um, so a very unique, very almost iconic Right. Yeah. Metal absolutely. for this race. It's Everybody like the knows. It's like yeah. the unicorn. Yeah, people like, know what it yeah, is. Well, beautiful. and a fun fact, too, that was a lot of celebrities were out here running. We had Tiki Barber from the oh, New York yeah. Giants. We had Ty from Survivor. Any Survivor fans out there? Mm -hmm. I know my family is. My sister literally texted me and was like, oh, my gosh, Ty was running. <laughs> mm -hmm. So he's on currently right now, the season that's running right now. Oh, okay. So that's, that's actually really, really cool. I would have loved to see him just so... Uh, you know, my family would have been very pumped, but we did not. Kimberly and I fanboyed over it. Dean, so we yeah. were yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So there was a couple, and there there was a just, it was very cool to have so many, um, you know, notable athletes and notable people. In such that a small field, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So the other thing to note is. Um, and it didn't feel crowded. No, not at all. No. no. The race ends at the Safeway. Yes. yes <laughs> in a shopping way. center. And I think that's great if you're traveling with family. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they can you know, sleeping and everything, and, and it's easy to get to. The finish area mm -hmm. was good. They had... Um, Tents up, food, yeah. medical, all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. You could... Um, merchandise you could purchase. Finishers merchandise, and by the time we finished, the merchandise was basically the finisher shirts were all sold out, but yeah. that's okay. I still spent some money. There you go. Mm -hmm. um, so like I said, we really enjoyed it. Um, lots of food. 
um, you know, nice nice box of food that they yeah. gave you at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's it was really well done. Then you um, they bus you back, so you do have to take a short, much shorter yeah. bus mm-hmm. ride back to um, the center of Monterey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to get dropped off. Um, so, like I said, from a logistics standpoint, you know, they have this down pat. This thing runs yeah. like a well-oiled machine. Um, and I love that all the um, people uh, involved in the race all had jackets. I was kind of like the, that, yeah. It's kind of like the Masters, where they're all in their club oh, yes. jackets. Yeah, and they're, really they're cool. It's very country club, yeah. Yes. So everybody that works the expo, everybody that works the buses. We should talk know. about the expo, too. Yeah. yeah. So small expo. Very small expo. Yeah. But, you know, we got everything we needed. Fitletic was there. They had um, Goo, Cliff Bar. Body Glide. Yeah. Body Glide. So yeah. everything that we needed. And they had good merchandise. Yeah. There mean, wasn't a lot of races to sign up for there. Um, Sport Hooks was there. And they actually had a custom-made Boston to Big Sur um, hook. And then they also had a Majors that was also a big – this is a big draw for people that are looking to do – all the, the, the majors, all the marathon world, majors. World marathon majors. Yeah, so this is one that we've seen a lot of people here from Tokyo that mm-hmm. had done the Tokyo yes. marathon mm-hmm. and a couple of them that had done... Um, so Tokyo to Big Sur as opposed to Boston Right, to Big Sur. right. So um, this one is, you see a lot of very, very great runners. Even if they are not elites, these people are very They're good. very serious. Yeah. It's a very serious race. This isn't a race that you're going to be like, oh, let's just go out and see, you know, how long it takes us. No. no. You need to train <laughs> for this race. Yeah. So I would say, I would say the hills are big, the scenery's big, the um, course support is big, but um, the field and the expo and the town, very, small, very and small very town feet, and yeah. very yeah. like, they very really laid get, back. They get into their mar- and very their marathon. welcoming. Yeah, yes. it the reminded whole town's me. Into it. Yeah. yeah, it reminded me very much of Little Rock because yeah. it literally takes over the whole town. And Little Rock was very similar. In and that. then very supportive. Yeah. So, uh, are you ready to run it again, Kim? No. No. <laughs> uh, I think we're good. I wouldn't mind coming back and doing the ten miler and just enjoying the scenery a little bit and not stressing because I stressed hard about this race. I. Was definitely like wanting to drop. Well, and this is this is a hard race if you are injured. Well, if you are <laughs> training to run this as a standalone marathon, it's yeah. it's it's a difficult race to do the challenge. Now I know why it's such a big deal. Um, it's it's a toughy combination, and we actually got lucky this year because there was a week in between. Mm-hmm. Some years it's back to back. It's back to back, and I. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, this all this is a beat up. This is a yeah. beat up. I don't think the Boston course compares at no. all to this. I think the Boston course is just easy, laughable compared to, like, Heartbreak Hill. Ha, 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 Well, in San Francisco, <laughs> I ran San Francisco Marathon two years ago, and everybody kept saying, oh, well, you did San Francisco, it's fine. No, this race makes that look like... Child's it, play. Yeah, it makes it look like a 10K. It really does. Like I said, it's just, it's, it's honestly consistent relentless hills in most cases where you have hilly there's a portion and then you, you flatten off right. and this just doesn't happen that way so um like I said I enjoy the race you know I'm also one of those people I ran it last year I ran it this year do I run it want to run it next year I never say never because we're we're known for that but 
Um, it's one that you have to think about. You know what I mean? I just wouldn't sign up just to sign up for it. No. Um, you know, you need if to train. If I did Boston train. again, I would totally you need to do train. it again. Yeah. Like I said, you need to train and you need to be prepared for what it offers. And like I said, the challenging part for this is much of what you're going to have to deal with is due to Mother Nature, and you can't always plan for that, right? No. Um, We're really, we sent out prayers to our Facebook. Yes. Um, <laughs> Light a candle, sacrifice a chicken. Whatever yeah, you got to do. Pray for <laughs> us that we finish this race, because really it's up to Mother Nature. Yeah, and we got very, very lucky this very, year. Very, very lucky. So, I'm, so the I'm sacrificial chicken did work. Thank yeah. you. I, yeah. I, really, I really felt that we did very well, not really, I mean, me and Kim probably took it more light than you really should have and I honestly and it's no fault of Gail Gail tried very hard to warn <laughs> us she kept saying it but there's just no words to describe how tough that this race actually is until you get out there and then you physically see how tough this race is now as if you're somebody that likes to run downhills like me it's a good race honestly because you will but get you have to, to run prepare right for running downhill and I was trying to think of how would I prepare for this race right. back in Connecticut do I just go up to Litchfield County and run up a mountain? Probably. Yeah. Or put my, my treadmill on, like, level 10 and run up it? I don't know. Or up and down a football stadium? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, because I do like running downhills. That's one of the few things that I can do very well, and I can run for a very long time, and I think that's the only but reason But every downhill that. here is an uphill exactly. in return. <laughs> and I yeah. knew that going in, and I was after a while, I was like, okay... And, it's not good. And it was also hard. Not only was the wind yeah. hard, but only on her, Hurricane Point. What was hard was the bank yes. asphalt. Right. My and, ankles are really mm -hmm. sore from that. So that was hard because you're, you're, the road is, is wrapped around the um, cliffs. It's at a slant. Well, and it's at a slant so that when it rains... Right. The, the water road drains, yeah. Mm -hmm. So right. it's not ideal for running. And most of that slant comes late in the race when your your tootsies and your ankles and your yeah. knees are grumpy, anyways. Yeah. But but I loved I love that we had an opportunity to do it all together. I love that we crossed the finish line all together. Fitz Kohler gave us a shout out at the end, and we really appreciate it. And so Rudy gave us a shout out at the beginning, and we really appreciated that as well. So. And I will say that that's the one thing you know. If I look back at last year which was a completely different race because of weather and things like that. And this year, this is one where um, I, it's better to run with somebody, right? You know, misery loves company. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I had a much better mental attitude about this race because I knew other people were out on the course. Also happened to know a bunch of people that ran this year. So All um, the shenanigans ran. Yeah. Connie ran. Connie ran, yeah. And we had a bunch of other, your friends from Hartford ran. Yep, yep. Janice Small and Allison Nicholas ran yeah. as well. So we got and a Allison chance. Allison killed it. She came in at like 517. She was blazing. Um, but like I said, last year, I didn't see anybody I knew. Right, and I was running by myself. So you know, throw in the wind and the mist and the fog. You know what I mean? It was it was a mentally tough race. Not that it wasn't tough no, this it year, was but it's a different thing. Different right? It was a, well, it was mentally tough for me. I was like, I. But thank goodness you weren't by yourself. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I didn't know what to expect, and and Gail got us through this and telling us, no, 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 you're yeah. running. <laughs> you need to run now. And um, it know. was nice having somebody that had already run the course to kind of bank off of and see, you know, even at one point I asked her, I said, please tell me we're starting to descend. She's like, nope, not yet. It's coming. And so even though I was in pain, at least so, I knew. So here are some tips that Gail had given us. One was bring clothes because the start is cold. 
because you know. And you sit, and they because they have to bus you to the ranger station. You're up there for an hour or so waiting for the race to start. And once again, depending on the weather, mm-hmm. you know, it may be chilly, it may be cold, it could be very, very windy. You know, one of the things that I always say, bring something to sit on because it is either asphalt or um, grass. grass. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a blanket to sit on. We had throwaway clothes. They do have the ability to check things um, before the race starts. So mm-hmm. you can check uh, clothes if you have. Um, I checked my flip-flops because anyone that knows me knows that the first thing I want to do after a race is get my shoes off. I don't even, I don't care about anything else. I don't want food. I just want my shoes off. And so it was great. I, it took maybe five minutes for them to even, to get all my stuff in. Well, it took me longer to walk back to Gail, but you know. I mean, it was great. Their you said back the logistics check, are amazing. Their back race. check was great. Uh, they, yeah. Everything was organized by number. I mean, it wasn't just a hodgepodge. No. They were very, like she said, well-oiled. This machine. is not their first and, rodeo. And yeah. I used medical. At the end of the race, we went into medical, and they had ice bags, and they iced up my knees. They asked me if I wanted to use, have a um, my feet dipped into the um, ice bath. And that was very well run as well. Well, because they know that this race beats people up mm-hmm. leg-wise, right? So, you know, as far as other tips, you know, just keep moving forward. You know, the challenge with this race, and I think this is what happened to the gentleman that yeah. Kylie sat next to on the bus, is because it's a beautiful race. People because stop or taking photos. The scenery is yeah. good. You need to, I'm not saying don't take pictures, but I'm saying be very cognizant of the fact of the difficulty of the course and the time limits. So, you know, we took a lot of rolling selfies, right? You know, Um, because you really just sort of have to keep moving, Um, you know, unless unless you're a nice, quick, fast, lovely runner. And you can be fine. If you're running a 310 marathon, you're fine. (laughs) Enjoy. Yeah, but if you're a five to six hour, you need to keep moving. And like I said, especially if weather is an issue. So, um, like I said, it's beautiful, um, but it's a toughie. Yeah. Yeah. I I just think that... um, I would think wisely before right. putting yeah. your name into the lottery. Yeah, it is. It is, and be and train on some hills. Yes, <laughs> yeah, train hard and make this one of your sole marathons, um, because you need the time. You and really, you need really the do. recovery time after this. Because I'm I'm four marathons in right now, and this one is. It, it beat me up. You mean badly. four marathons in this year? This year, yeah, this I'm year. four marathons in this year, yeah. and I'm telling you, I'm I'm and you're my body. Four marathons bad. in this year too, aren't you? Yeah. I'm yeah. only three marathons in this year, but whatever. So. Yeah, but this one, like I said, this one is a unique animal. Um, beautiful, you know, to do as well. There is a marathon relay if people are interested in. Four um, people. It's a four people relay. Um, uh, Ma- runner three starts at the bottom of Hurricane Point and really gets sort of sucker punched. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so if anybody ever says, hey, do you want to run the Big Sur Relay with you? We want you to be runner three. You might not be their favorite friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they <laughs> might and they might actively be trying to kill you. Um, and that's actually one of the longer... That's an option as well. The longer... Yeah, it was um, like seven miles. Because the first two, the first one is five. I think it's the five second one is five. And then, and then seven it's seven and, and nine or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So those back ones are... You're running a lot of a lot of distance. Yeah. And I was running with um, the first group of marathon, or, uh, marathon relay folk. And you definitely seen a huge swing. A lot of very well... Groomed runners were running that third, that third. I tell you, because yeah, because oh my lord. Well, and like I said, because you're sitting at the bottom of Hurricane Point, 
You're, and the drums are going. You're standing there staring at the hill yeah. knowing that you're, that's the first thing you have to go. I think that would be a little daunting. Yeah. I think that you would need to find the right kind right. of runner yeah. who really eats hills for breakfast. And there was a couple of them because I, yeah. I was running with one and he was flying up those hills. Like he wasn't, he wasn't walking and, I, and he felt great. And literally at one point he stopped at one of the water stations because his shoelace actually broke. And so he's at the water station trying to maneuver his shoelace, and he's like, oh, man, I was running such a good time. I really like this. And I'm like, oh, you're special. But you can place in the relay and in, in stuff. So there, it's, yeah. the relay itself is competitive as well. So a million different options, um, vastly beautiful course, um, but it's a doozy. And we're going to um, – they gave us the race program, the Big Sur International uh, Marathon race program. We're going to put it on our website. We'll scan it and put it on our website so you can read it. And they give a very accurate <laughs> description of the marathon course. And I read it the night before. I told and, you not to. Yeah, yeah, she did. I didn't read it. Mine was on the floor. It's, <laughs> it's very descriptive, and it's very kind of... Um, Discouraging. It'll <laughs> psych you out. It'll psych yeah. you out for sure. Now I know why that poor girl was throwing up the night yeah, before the race. Yeah, she must have got this online. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I, I've done it twice. Um, you know, I, I don't want to do it again today, but we no. did just finish a couple hours ago. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, and we're going know, on back-to-back weekends. I mean, yeah, we yeah. went Boston to Star Wars to Big Sur. Yep. So it's a lot. So maybe after a massage and a couple more Mai Tais, I might change my mind. You but, never know. Um, like I said, hopefully you enjoyed it. You know, if you've done Big Sur, let us know what you think about the race. Um, you know, and tell us what the weather was like the year that you ran, because I think that plays a huge factor um, in your race experience this We year. will also have a lot of well, pictures that will go yep. up as well because um, both me and Kim were shooting with cameras uh, as well. So we'll, we have a lot of really good photos and probably a lot of really funny blurry photos. But yes. I'm sure you guys will get to see some of the really pretty landscape because I know I got at least at least one good one out of all those. Right. But So on behalf of Delightfully Dopey Kimberly and California Kylie, this is Perfectly Goofy Gail saying thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a great night, everybody.